say my very presence in times of need in every situation before the foundation of the earth the king of kings and the lord of lords the shepherd of our soul and the captain of our salvation the anchor of our journey and the victory over life's battle we give you glory we give you honor we ask that you please accept all our praise in the mighty name of jesus christ 
this morning, O oh Lord, speak to us expressly. I ask, O oh Lord, that you be magnified and glorified in this place, even as we vow to return all the honor to you alone. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let your amen be bigger and better. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. I'd like you to just turn to your left and to your right and welcome your neighbor to church. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you. I want to appreciate Jesus for the privilege of bringing his word. And I want to thank the leadership of Chapel, our mama. Can you please celebrate Jesus? All executives here present for giving me the privilege to bring God's word to us this morning. I want to also specially um, recognize the presence of God's servant, Minister Owem, in the house. Can you celebrate him? And also we have with us our secretary, past, past, past secretary. Can we please celebrate God in the life of Mr. Kingsley Udonia? You're welcome, sir. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. All right. I'd like you to clap hands for yourself also. Yes. You're welcome. The Lord bless you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. All right. Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where much and rust doth corrupt. Where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So, treasures in heaven. Treasures in heaven. Treasure is anything that in its abundance, it is in itself or by our opinion, something of value or something that is precious. Hallelujah. Something of value or something that is precious. In Matthew chapter 6 where we read, Jesus was about um, giving his disciples you know, a different pointer to what a treasure is. Because by this time, they were already asking him, we have left everything and followed you. We have left our businesses. We had abandoned our families. And this is us pursuing you. What do you really have for us? What are you going to give us in our pursuit? And Jesus wanted to give perspective to their desire. And so he told them, lay up treasures. Emphasis on verse 20 lay up treasures in heaven treasures in heaven where much nor rust do not corrupt where thieves do not break through nor steal and why this is so is because before now the orientals the eastern people believe that your treasure is measured by the degree of gold you have your treasure is measured by the degree of silver you can accumulate 
your treasure is measured by garments you have. Genesis chapter 45. In Genesis chapter 45, verse 22, concerning Benjamin, the Bible says, To all of them, Joseph gave each man changes of raiment. Hallelujah. But to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of raiment. So you can see a measure of wealth in silver and in raiment. In Joshua chapter 7, Joshua chapter 7, verse 21. Achan went and stole. And he said, I saw among the spoil a goodly Babylonish garment and hundreds shekel of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight. Then I coveted them and took them and behold they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver is under it so his wealth as it were were in the garment he carried his wealth as it were were in the gold and the silver he has accumulated and why this is so is because when you begin to have some of those earthly treasures it, it seems to pass to an extent joy it seems to give to an extent satisfaction it seems to give to an extent safety. In Proverbs chapter 18 verse 11 the Bible also portrays that a rich man's wealth 18 11 is his strong city and as a high wall in his own conceit. So the rich man was building fortified city by his wealth. He felt he had treasures by his wealth. But Jesus is giving a caution here that everything you can ever see and accumulate for yourself in a bit of laying up treasure as long as it is on the earth it is useless. Hallelujah. As long as it is on this part of his kingdom it is useless. And so in Psalm 62 verse 10 He says, trust not in oppression and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Because as long as the increase is on this part of his kingdom, there is a challenge. Every cloth that those people gathered was subject to be eaten by moth. Moths are insects that eat clothes. Every goal they ever acquired was subject to be corrupted by rust. So the emphasis of Christ is this. As long as everything you got was for this part of the kingdom, then be rest assured that you have destruction within in terms of rust and moth, and you have destruction without in terms of thieves breaking to steal hallelujah in Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 it now says set 
your affection on things above not on things on the earth don't get me wrong Bible is not against your prosperity Bible is not against your wealth Bible is not against your um, increase as it were but Bible when you study the Bible there are two things you must understand number one the Bible is prescriptive number two the Bible is descriptive you must understand when the Bible is describing and when it is prescribing and in this context like a doctor Jesus is prescribing right so my issue is not that you should not gather my issue is not that you should not receive but there's a challenge with the location because as far as it is on the earth it has the tendency to pull your heart and in pulling your heart praise God you would be exposed to the corruption of remote the rust and thieves in Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 3 you can read down to verse 11 when you go home but verse 3 the preacher said I sought in my heart to give myself unto wine yet acquainting my heart with wisdom and to lay hold on fully till I might see what was the good for the sons of men which they should do under the heaven all the days of their life I gave myself everything you can ever think of I gave myself to it I just wanted to know the end of it Look at what he says in verse 11 now. Then I look on all the works that my hand had wrought, and on, on the labor that I had labored to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. He's not trying to tell you that everything you pursue is vanity and vexation. Because the man that was speaking in this context is already a frustrated man. At this point, Solomon was totally frustrated. Even at that, he was a man that still had a treasure in him. And he pursued all his hand could ever lay hold of in this part of God's kingdom. And the summary of all his pursuit is vanity and vexation of spirit. So the high point of emphasis in seeking treasures is that the location matters are you following me the location matters the location matters so out of context now I want you to understand that as much as there are treasures in it as much as there are gold and silver as much as there are changes of raiment there are currencies there are wealth everywhere so also there are treasures in heaven. Out of the context. Alright? The gold you seek on the earth. That same gold is paved on the road in heaven. The locations you so desire to go and spend vacation before that beach, before that ocean, 
with little coconut in your hand and one straw. <laughs> there is a crystal fountain in heaven. There's a banquet hall that's so elongated that every kind of delicacy you will ever seek is found there. Praise God. There are wines in heaven that you have not tasted yet. I had a story sometime in Chikawa State. A Muslim now. The father was a serious full animal in the village. A cattle man. A headsman. Alright? And he was privileged to send his son to the university. And the son went to school and graduated. I believe had served by this time through life and came back. And when the son was coming back, the son bought five alive and came and he gave the father. When the man drank it, the man was crying. And his tears was, will we have this kind of drink in heaven? <laughs> he said, well, yo, is that someone like here? Are we going to have this in heaven? Because since I was born, I've not tasted five alive. Now, I don't know the kind of delicacies you have tasted, but there is yet in heaven wine that you have not touched. There is yet in heaven mansions that your eyes have not seen. There is yet in heaven changes of raiment that you have not yet been clothed with. In all your glory, in all your appearance, in the dexterity of your apparel, there is something in heaven you have not yet seen. There are treasures in heaven. Treasures in heaven. Hallelujah. Things of extreme worth and value that is worth your pursuit. Things of weighty matter that is worth your pursuit. Meanwhile, don't get me wrong. Your career is good. Pursue it. The wealth you're looking for is good. Pursue it. But not behind you. That if all you ever did was to receive treasures and everything here on earth, then be rest assured it will be corrupt. Mort will destroy it. Thieves will break into it. So what then are some treasures in heaven? that we need to look up to. What then are some valuables? Or what are the things, as it were, that heaven consider valuable? Praise God. Number one, wisdom. The first treasure amongst many that is of so much value in heaven is the treasure of wisdom. Job chapter 28. Let us read. We'll take it very fast. Job chapter 28. Verse 7. It's be very long. Okay, we'll read it. I'll take one, you take the other. So we'll take it fast. Alright, verse 7. There is a path which no fowl knoweth, 
and which the vulture eyes had not seen. Verse 8. He put forth his hand upon the rock, he overturned the mountain by the roots. Verse 10. He binded the flood from overflowing, and the things that is hid bringeth he forth to light. Man knoweth not the price thereof, value. And where is the place of understanding? 13. proceed 15 it cannot be gotten for gold neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof 16 the gold and the crystal cannot equal it and the exchange of each shall not be for jewels of fine gold The topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it. Neither shall it be valued with pure gold. 20. Seeing it is hid from the eyes of all living and kept close from the fowls of the air. God understandeth the way thereof. And he knoweth the place thereof. To make the weight of the wind, and he weigheth the waters by measure. Then did he see it and declare it. He prepared it, yea, he searched it out. And man, he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. In verse 16, he says, It cannot be valued. You cannot value it. It's invaluable. Wisdom. And the location of wisdom is in heaven. It's not on earth. It is hid in Christ. Colossians chapter 2 Colossians chapter 2 verse 2 to 3 It is hid in Christ The Bible says that their hearts might be comforted Being knit together in love Unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding To the acknowledgement of the mystery of God And of the Father and of Christ In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. When mama was praying, she, she said Ephesians 1 7. And I was smiling there. Because if you understand the treasure that is in wisdom, you will not find any other thing. Praise God. But this wisdom is hid in Christ. You cannot measure the word of it. You cannot measure the value of it. It's not like any other wisdom that you acquire by intellect or that you are learned or that you are skilled. It's beyond that. 
this wisdom in Proverbs chapter 8 verse 11 he says he's better than rubies and all the things that may be desired cannot be compared to it verse 22 can we see verse 22 through to verse 30 the Lord possessed me in the beginning now this is wisdom speaking even before the earth was the Lord possessed me in the beginning before his work of old 23 very fast please I was set up from everlasting from the beginning or ever the earth was so even before the earth that you are designing things from before it was created wisdom is saying I was there when there were yet no depth I was brought forth when there were no fountains abounding with water 25 before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth. 26. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the earth. 27. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the dead. 28. When he established the clouds above. When he strengthened the fountains of the depths, 29. When he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandment. When he appointed the foundations of the adversity. Then I was by him. As one brought up with him. I was daily his delight rejoicing always before him. Everything you saw I was there. The one you think you desire, I was there. When we step into heaven, it will be a life in wonder. Because every time you'll be caught in awe and amazement of the wisdom that God is playing forth. There are other scriptures you can reference. Psalms 104 verse 24. Proverbs 3 verse 19. Wisdom still speaking. And this wisdom is not an ordinary wisdom. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. The Bible says to the intent that now unto the principalities and power in heavenly place might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Let us use the Amplified. If you have it on your devices, you can look through it now. He said the purpose is that through the church, number one, the complicated, number two, the many-sided, number three, infinite variety, Number four, innumerable aspect. It is a complicated. It is a many-sided. It, it has no scope. Infinite variety. It is innumerable in its dimensions. Might be known to angelic rulers and principalities in heavenly spheres. So the way God wants to humble principalities is by wisdom. So if you are the one that will get that wisdom, imagine who you would be. If you are the one that will lay hold on that kind of treasure, that heaven values, who, what kind of man would you be? 
The treasure in heaven is the treasure of wisdom. The second treasure in heaven is the treasure of the world. The world. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, we are told that the walls were framed by the world. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, we were told that everything is supported by the world. In heaven, we are told that the angels are anticipating the world. Psalms 103 verse 20. Bless the Lord, his angels that excel in strength and do his commandment, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Even the angels are anticipating his word. Everything you can desire. Is not to be compared with the world. In Psalms 119 verse 162. David said, I rejoice at thy word as one that has found great treasures. So the word is equal to treasure. In John chapter 6 verse 63. Jesus Christ is speaking. He says, the word that I speak unto you. They are spirits and they are life. And in Mark 13, verse 31, he said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Why won't his word pass away? Because his word, the value of his word equals that of his spirit. <laughs> Spirits don't pass away. They are eternal. Very eternal. So while every other thing you can desire will go, the word is still standing. In Isaiah chapter 45, verse 23, he says, I have sown by myself that the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness. It shall not return that unto me every knee should bow and every tongue shall swear. He repeated similar thing in Isaiah 55 verse 11. How that the value of the word is such that if it goes, it cannot come back. It is eternal until it accomplishes everything. In heaven, the word is what is held in value. In heaven. Number three, treasure in heaven is the treasure of souls. The treasure of souls. In Psalms 116 verse 15, a popular scripture that has been quoted in various places, 
precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of a saint. It's often quoted. Now, <laughs> the implication is it's not that you die that is precious. It's just that you die the saint. And dying a saint implies that God has value under your soul. Matthew chapter 16. Verse 24 to 26. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. 25. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. You want to save your life by your accumulations. By the wealth. He said you shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. 26 now. For what is a man profited value? If he shall gain the whole world and lose what we call valuable at the other side, his soul. Or what shall he give business in exchange of his soul? Praise God. What will you give? Is it the money? What will you give in exchange? Because over there, what they are looking at is your soul. Every other thing you receive is good. But to them, it's not valuable. Praise God. In Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. He that winneth soul is wise. In Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. The wise shall shine as stars in the firmament. Now, it's just trying to equate the value of that soul to you. That for every soul a man can receive, it shall be called to a star. Praise God. Heaven value wisdom. Heaven treasures the word of God. Heaven treasures souls. Hold it. While you now go about your business, go about your pursuit, while you go about receiving and giving, accumulating, understand that except your location has changed and the motive with which you receive all of those, it is not valuable. So the question now is, how do I now lay up my own treasure in heaven? Because the yardstick for that treasure is in verse 21 of Matthew chapter 6 where we read. Where your heart is, there will that treasure be. So how then can I lay up my own in heaven? Very simple. Proverbs 23 verse 26. My son, give me your heart. Proverbs 23 26. My son, give me your heart. Because when you have given me your heart, then that your money will make sense. When you have given me your heart, then that your cloth will make sense. When you have given me your heart, then that your investment will make sense. 
when you have given me your heart then the houses the certificate will make sense but I'll show you a better thing to pursue pursue wisdom pursue the world pursue souls rise to your feet the choir were singing a very wonderful song that as the deep pants after the water brooks that's how my heart is panting after you you don't need my gold I don't pant for silver it is you because what I'm looking for is a treasure that is laid up in heaven what I'm looking for is a treasure that cannot be corrupt. What I'm looking for is a treasure that cannot be destroyed. Now, I'd like you to search your heart now. Many of you under the sound of my voice, you have been taken, you have been swept off by the curse of this world. Like the disciples, you have, you already have left everything and follow you. If you don't do something now, I will go back to everything I left. In fact, Peter went back. Praise God. But the Lord is saying this morning again, my son, give me your heart. I'd like you to just lift up your voice and talk to Jesus. And tell him, Lord, I want to lay up a treasure of value. Therefore, take my heart. Talk to him. Take my heart. Take my heart. My son, give me your heart. Give me your heart. Give me your heart. It is only then that every other pursuit will make sense. It is only then that your pursuit for academic success will make sense. It is only then that your pursuit for wealth, prosperity will make sense. My son, give me your heart. He's still saying to you, my son, give me your heart. You that I'm talking to, you know yourself. He's telling you emphatically, my son, give me your heart. Give me your heart.
pray for this morning. You know that your heart has shifted from God. I don't know how to further explain it. The Bible says, what will you give in exchange of your soul? What is that thing that you are pursuing that has made God number two? And you have now prioritized that over God. The Lord wants to rearrange you tonight. At this morning rather. And he's telling you, I want, I want to receive that your soul now. So you are here under the sound of my voice. And you are saying, oh God, I want to give you my heart. I have discovered that there is nothing that is worth its value. I'd like you to just take a bold step forward. Very fast. Very fast. I have pursued many things and forgotten about you. Now I know the end product is vanity and vexation of spirit. I know that my soul is of much value to you. I want to give you my heart. Please come forward. I'm still waiting. I want to give it to you. God receive my receive my heart. Just speak with him. Talk, talk to him. Tell him receive my heart. And you're in the congregation. Lift up your voice. Say, Father, loud and clear. Say, Father, today I receive the treasure of wisdom. I receive the treasure of your word, and I receive the treasure of souls. Again, say, Father, I receive the treasure of wisdom. I receive the treasure of your word and I receive the treasure of soul. Help me, Lord, to lay hold on these treasures. Lift up your voice and pray.
Help me lay hold on the treasure of wisdom. Help me lay hold on the treasure of the world. They are invaluable treasures. You will not know the value of these things until one day you stand to represent God. Then you know that wisdom has value. Until you appear before Him in eternity, and then you know that souls have value. Until you are faced with life battle, and you see the value of the world. Help me lay hold on this treasure, so God. for a restoration in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of the treasures in heaven I ask this morning oh Lord that you release upon them the treasure of wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus I ask that you release upon them the treasure of your word in the mighty name of Jesus I ask that you help them lay hold on the treasures of souls in the mighty name of Jesus none of them will have his or her heart lifted away from you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ but every one of them will have their hearts set on you even unto eternity help them oh Lord to lay hold on this treasure and let your name alone be glorified in our lives and destinies we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ lift up your voice and give God thanks give him thanks <laughs> 